Welcome to the Staying on Topic podcast. What? I We're staying on topic. Oh, wait. Wait, hold on a second. Wait, I thought this was the going off topic I didn't podcast. prepare for this. No, neither did I. <laughs> well, I guess that's no different from our normal show. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about authenticity. You know, are we still are we still authentic with staying on topic or is that only applicable to going off topic? We're going to find out. <laughs> I'm Brandon and I'm Chris and we are staying on topic. Welcome to this episode of Going Off Topic. Uh, we today we have a very special <laughs> guest with us. Is that Seinfeld? <laughs> we have Charles Decker here. <laughs> what? How's it going, man? Great. I'm fantastic. Fan how, how are you? Why did he get so much water? Yeah. Whoa, I whoa. brought mine from home. <laughs> we are in your home. I know. <laughs> I also brought tea because to hey. keep uh to keep the vocals in top tip top shape and also because because there's caffeine in it and i am uh one sleepy boy tired <laughs> gotcha <laughs> all right fellas i think it's some time for some wrestling discussions oh wrestling so like uh like like you know the... it's fake and stupid nobody watch it <laughs> just kidding whoa I'm just kidding whoa next you can tell me santa's not real I, I <gasps> what chris <laughs> how dare you <laughs> Kayfabe is dead. <laughs> so we're not talking about like uh, Olympic wrestling. We're talking wrestling. What, what, what about Kurt Angle though? <laughs> well, I okay. mean, you know, all right. or or, uh, or, or Dolph, Chad Gable, Dolph, Dolphin Ziggler, <laughs> or Chad Gable. Well, yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's actually a lot more than I thought. He's unfortunately a bit forgettable these days, so which is such a tragedy. So it is. I'm I'm really sad about it too. I don't know who he is. <laughs> Yeah, you're part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm learning, okay? Um, get woke, Brandon. <laughs> I'm trying with Matt Hardy. <laughs> woke get woke again. Uh, I, I will say, like, about... If you told me, like, two years ago that I would be into wrestling at all, I probably would have laughed at your face. But just because of both Charles and Chris here, like, I'm in love with it. Like, I'm so glad I was able to just have that opportunity. Why would you have laughed in their face, Brandon? Why would? Why is it funny? Because it's fake and stupid. Why is it funny? <laughs> I mean, you know, but it's fun though. That's sometimes the part sometimes of it. it is very, 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 very stupid. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also just as annoying dealing with people who come up. Like my favorite thing to get told from anybody who doesn't watch wrestling is, you know, it's fake, right? Like that's the first uh-huh. like go-to like, line know. every single time. So by the way, people who are listening who don't watch wrestling. And then they're confronting someone who does. Don't ever say that. Yeah. Because we've heard it. We've heard it so many times. And you're going to get the same answer if not choke slammed by this person. (laughs) Exactly. And since you don't know what a choke slam is, it's as bad as it sounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a finishing move. Go to sleep. (laughs) But. GTS. You know, it's one of those things where everything. It's. Every every bit of entertainment. Yeah, besides, exactly. besides actual sports, so even that you can say is rigged to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Referees getting paid off and crap like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like every <laughs> everything is fake. Everything is fake to a certain extent in, in your Detroit versus everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was reading. I was looking at this thing. Um, 
you almost say I'm going off topic here. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, Alright. Uh no, I was reading a thing that um we got this guy from the Packers. I'm talking about Lions, the Detroit Lions. Got yes. a guy from the Packers. His whole crew with the Packers, he was called for holding like once or twice. Mm-hmm. First season with the Lions, he got called for holding four times. And it's like, hmm. Which hmm. one's not quite like the other hmm. one? <laughs> I don't think he just forgot how to not hold people. Yeah, you know, exactly. All that, all that happened was uh, the change in jersey. And that was enough to uh, shut us down. Or yeah. blues, they're blue, so we can see it now. See, before it was green, so we just couldn't see it. I'm, it's I'm, the Green Bay. I'm convinced that the Russians learned everything they did from <laughs> Lions referees. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, these, 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 these referees, the Detroit Lions, they are, they are so corrupt. They've, these are the kind of people we need to learn from. They've got great ideas. Great ideas. <laughs> so there's a thing I wanted to tell you earlier. Yeah, Chris, I don't know if you know about this, but. You know how Vince McMahon is uh, sometimes a genius and sometimes batshit crazy, right? I yes. think that's that's a saying. Is it's like genius and madness are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So uh, a very special coin. <laughs> over a little over a decade ago, I think uh, Stephanie McMahon was yes. pregnant. Vince McMahon's daughter, Stephanie McMahon. Yes, was pregnant with Triple H's child. Mm-hmm. Triple H is a wrestler. Yes, was a wrestler. <clears throat> No, he has nice. a big nose <laughs> yep. and a bigger attitude yes to people he dis- dislikes yes but he's a good wrestler Riveting. golden shovel <laughs> uh so stephanie was pregnant with his child and vince had the idea what if we said that i was the father <laughs> what? oh my god yep you, you can't that, be serious. No, no Vince no. legit pitched an incest storyline. And <sighs> Stephanie looked at him and said, no, we're not going to do that, my real dad. Oh, no. And Vince went, okay. What about Shane? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Stephanie was like, no. No. <laughs> oh, we're no. not going to do that. Again, my real dad. <laughs> I can't. I have never heard that. This I, is the I, first time yeah, I'm Yeah, I was... Um, because I follow this YouTube channel called What Culture Wrestling. You said this was oh, yeah. 12 years I, ago? Something like that, yeah. That makes sense. That when, that was when wrestling was really but, going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they're also like a super legitimate YouTube channel, too. Like, they do their research and they know. And I think they actually have their own, like, little wrestling promotion now. Um, yeah, they were, they were talking about that. It was like, <laughs> I think it was like a video of things you don't, things like top 10 things you don't know about Stephanie McMahon. And one of them was like, yeah, there was almost an incest storyline. Good lord! That's... I mean, in a way, it's a PG era. Yeah, I guess. Ugh. <laughs> Your parental guidance in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is incredibly disturbing. I did not know that. Oh, I, I, and they've and they've done some weird stuff. What's that? With uh, WWE. May Young what? gave birth to a hand. I was yep. just gonna say that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. That happened, and it was Mark Henry's. Yep, <laughs> sexual <sung> chocolate hand, <laughs> and the the hand wasn't like mixed at all. It was just yeah, it's just a white it rubber was just hand. A white rubber hand. So they weren't even <laughs> correct with the, yeah. the genetic makeup yeah. of that. And when things go really downhill, and you have nothing left for your character, you kill yourself off by exploding yourself inside of a limo. That is true. <laughs> and then, like. The week after that happened, Chris Benoit died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you said his name. You yeah, said, his, said name. his name. Well, and that, that's Uh-oh. kind of another thing. I was 
I, I was just watching like a ton of their videos last night for whatever reason. Um, and they were talking about like his death was one of the reasons that there's so many like protections with a uh, concussion protocol now mm. oh, because yeah. his mind was so messed up from everything that he had taken. Oh yeah, clearly. And it also turns out that Eddie Guerrero's death is one of the reasons for the wellness policy. Oh, holy moly! Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that about Eddie yeah. Guerrero. So they like the two of them dying actually made WWE like way safer. So mm. thanks, guys. Wish you were back, though. Yeah, that's holy cow! Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I mean, I the, mean, that whole Chris Benoit thing was something out of like even Stephen King would have been like, okay, this is yeah. a little sick. <laughs> like, hey, I'm not going. You know, yeah, the, the thing was like I actually like knew about that while that was happening like you know i you know i wasn't even wrestling at the time whatever but like you know that was such a huge deal that that, like you know people like who don't know wrestling whatever like kind of like knew about the whole situation i mean like it was sad altogether but just like you know really did kind of change wwe for you know better well you know and this is why they probably need to be taking the nfl headshot stuff a little more seriously Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. they should be you know looking into that but i get it it's one of those you know money making machines where it's like you know just use the players up and get profit off their image and likeness then as soon as they're done it's like that's the end of it and they don't really care anymore but you know it seems like there should be some kind of like almost Hmm. almost like a health care in the nfl these days where it's like even once you're done you get like some set health care yeah because if you're gonna put your body on line like that and take those headshots and you know you see you really see it with uh you know, players that are out there getting pretty aggressive. You see it pretty well. I think there's, it's mostly with, you know, some of the guys who are, like, linebackers and stuff like that. Yeah, they get the most damage out of all the people on the team, so. Yeah. So, you know, it's it doesn't surprise me one bit that it's also the same with wrestling. Because even though the outcome is determined we most of the time, uh, with those matches, yeah, because because sometimes some sometimes there's some improvised stuff. Oh, yeah. it seems, and uh, I don't know. Sometimes that's like fact. Like sometimes matches just don't turn out the way that they're supposed to, and you mm-hmm. go, huh? You know, now that you mention that, I actually have an example of that I think it was on Raw a couple weeks ago. It was Matt Hardy versus Curtis Axel, and it was a botch from the top rope where Matt Hardy was gonna like I guess do a suplex off the top rope. Yeah, and Curtis Axel's foot got stuck. And they both landed on top of each other awkwardly, and Matt really got like hit. He hit his head pretty bad, and he the way Curtis landed on him, it was like a pin. Oh, really? And the ref went in there for the three count, and I think Curtis won when he wasn't supposed to. Mm. <laughs> well, that's a because happy. Matt. I mean, Matt looked really not happy at the end of it. Like he looked pretty ticked off. Well, that, that happened too. Like the the year. Um. John Cena won Money in the Bank. Ooh. Oh, the he, one with the the, the troll pu- face. He pulled on the briefcase too early. Oh, it was wow. not supposed to oh, come really? off when it did. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. He was once hitting it's Big off, Show. You have, to, you have to roll with it. And Big Show, because Big Show wouldn't climb up like an extra rug or whatever, and he was trying to hit Big Show with the briefcase like he was supposed to, and he kept like missing because it just <laughs> wasn't long enough. And then the thing like snapped, and he was just holding it. He was like, ah. <laughs> if you see the face you you know that exact the noise is exactly what fits in with that face yeah we can imagine that <laughs> you know i was also thinking you know going back to the football thing you know this isn't you know not well known enough but um 
WWE actually did try to go in the football sports with Are the XFL. Serious? Yeah. Are we gonna bring this up? Yes. How can we not? They're doing it again. Yeah, but this we is don't like talking about to... Star Wars and not bringing up the Christmas special. We don't have to talk. I'm just. The only I just want to say the only thing that I would see it like gaining somewhat success if it's in an off season, but I still don't think it's actually going to work. I just well they poach a lot of talent from the NFL. True, they yeah. do. Titus O'Neil, yeah. Baron Corbin, that is true. Yeah, uh, Mojo Raleigh, yep. Roman Reigns, The Rock played yep. for Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh I mean, wait, really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, in I didn't college, you did. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. Actually, Brock Lesnar played for the Falcons for a bit that i didn't know yeah so they they, there's a there's a relationship there i wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing like they've started you know merging with the ufc to try and bring people in Mm -hmm. yeah i wouldn't be surprised yeah if it's like suddenly it's like oh my gosh it's nadamakin sue running down and he's got a steel chair what's he doing here and then that's how we're gonna start merging over and then we're gonna have just like you know someone like uh you know, Bobby Lashley show up, you know, at like yeah. wherever, you know, Nandamakins, I forget what team he's playing for. I think it's Dolphins. Mine. Yeah, Dolphins, that's mm-hmm. right. Show up for like a Dolphins practice and just hit him with a steel chair while he's practicing. <laughs> it's like, this is actual footage of what happened at the Miami Dolphins practice today. Mm-hmm. The rivalry is set for extreme rules. <laughs> I also wanted to ask, it seems like there's, there's a lot of different things that make WWE pretty good they, mm-hmm. they have the serious stuff they have the really goofy stuff they have the extremely goofy stuff mm-hmm. they have heavyweights they have cruiser weights they have everything in between right so what i'm asking is what is your favorite of all of that Ooh. oh man what 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 keeps you coming back um i don't know it, i i'm definitely noticing um so Vince McMahon, God bless his <laughs> old wrinkly heart. He he has um, what 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 culture called and what I'm going to echo here a fetish for big men. Yes, yeah. Yep, yeah. There's and a lot of gifts that prove that he liked mm-hmm. the the big strong like powerhouse men, mm-hmm. which is cool sometimes. If they can actually move and do stuff, yeah, like Braun not, Strowman, not you, Kali. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like Braun Strowman's a great example. Braun Strowman might be the most entertainment, entertaining guy in wrestling right now. I'm gonna say it. I, I'm a I big would, fan I'm for of this. Braun Strowman. I, I would disagree with most entertaining, but he is very entertaining. <laughs> he's, he's at least the most entertaining big guy I've seen in a very long big time. guy. Yes, most very entertaining big guy, hands yeah. down. Most yeah. entertaining guy now. He's my current favorite guy on the current roster, and his and his personality kind of like surprises you. I mean, we all went to yeah, go see that's, Raw. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing I like about him. And he yeah. comes across as like, yeah, this big horrifying monster you don't want to meet. And yeah, you still don't want to meet after you find out that he's actually like a good dude. But it's still because oh, yeah. he's like a giant dude. But you know, at the end of Raw, he was out there doing like all Finn Finn Balor's, uh, you know, his his like you know uh, salutes and and taunts yeah. and stuff. So you can tell the guy he's out there high fiving and you know autographing and all kinds of shaking hands and right, you know, hanging out with the kids and stuff. So it's like you can tell the dude is like a legitimately good guy. Mm-hmm. And then he's also this big, terrifying dude. But then he's got little hints of humor too, mm-hmm. where he's listing all of his accomplishments, and then he's like. And I played a cello. <laughs> yeah, I played a cello. <laughs> my favorite, 
I think my favorite clip, or one of them, and I think it's the one that made Brandon fall in love with Braun Strowman, was when he was shooting with Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah. And they, he, like, <laughs> Roman Reigns, like, locked him in an ambulance or something. Yes. He, li- he, like, had him locked in secluded away somewhere, and then, like, Roman's hobbling away, and then all of a sudden you just hear, I'm not finished with you! And he just comes <laughs> barreling in. It's fantastic and then he flips the ambulance over yep. which is like the coup de gras right there <laughs> the other thing that braun has been providing that hasn't been provided in a long time with wwe is weird moments and what i mean by that is he just recently taped kevin owens yeah. into a porta potty yep. wait what yep and pushed the porta potty <laughs> off the entrance ramp Oh yeah, my and they God. opened the no he not even okay push is the right word he straight up football like like set hut like slammed this <laughs> this porta potty with a human in it and it mm. fell down the you know yeah. over, over the side of the entrance ramp and of course you know they open the door and he's just like this blue mess mm-hmm. yeah you know that's what wwe had been missing for a long time is moments like that where in a highlight reel all they have to show is a porta potty getting hit and and uh uh oh why am i blanking on kevin, owens. kevin owens well, yeah, yeah i just said his name kevin owens covered in blue yeah it's like similar to Stone Cold with the beer truck yeah. or Kurt Angle with the milk truck. You know, these kind of like <laughs> iconic moments that they put in these reels that they've missed. Mm-hmm. There, hasn't been a, there hasn't been a lot of that lately. I'm glad you said uh, beer truck and milk truck because I was instantly thinking Spear Squad getting literal sh- dumped on them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Spear that was Squad so funny. Just straight up. <laughs> it's so crazy to me to think that Dolph Ziggler was a part of yeah. the Spirit Squad, and then here he is now as Intercontinental Champion. I know. It's... I'm so glad we got so to see that happen live, yeah, too. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, because that's another thing that doesn't happen a lot is title changes on Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It's usually only on, uh, you know, pay-per-view events. Yeah, it's, yeah. T- it's typically, like, you can predict them, too. Exactly. And that, that was something I just wasn't expecting. Like, yeah. I think you and I both looked at each other like, oh, oh, sure, yes. And that's exactly. Yes, bravo. All right, what? That's okay. And that's how you know that it was a good show mm-hmm. is and it was a good match was because guys like you and I who've been watching this for years oh and years God, and yeah. years we we know the outcomes yeah. you know we're like okay there's it doesn't make sense for this person to win here so this person's not going to win mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know so it's easy to predict things and but it's always great when you can get surprised so when yeah. you get surprised you're like oh man they didn't do what was predictable so that's why I was super bummed them. about the uh the money in the bank results I was super upset about that because as I don't know. I like to keep that little bit of naivete and childlike wonder and be like, well, uh-huh. well maybe this will happen. I yep. like this to happen. But, of course, Alexa Bliss is going to win Money in the Bank because, yeah. I, I of say, course, Braun Strowman is going to win Money in the Bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, what I got to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say Alexa Bliss is a fantastic villain, though. Oh, yeah. She's a she great has, heel. I, the, if you would have told me back several years ago when she first showed up on NXT that when she was doing the cheerleader good, oh, yeah, good no, gimmick that, that, that this would be where she would be now yeah i i wouldn't believe it because she is so much better as a villain than yeah. she ever was as a as a as a good girl cheerleader type yeah. mm-hmm. her heel turn saved her career i'm oh, just absolutely. sick of her i'm just so sick of her it's been there's been way too much bliss 
I'm yeah. not blissful anymore. <laughs> but you're not That's ignorant about it, though. Just although there's like cult following of, of Alexa, where I mean, when we were at the at Raw, I mm-hmm. mean, everybody. Well, there was a good portion of the crowd that was chanting, "You deserve it!" When she, you know, mm-hmm. she yeah. just she stole that title. And then, of course, we're sitting next to you, and it's going, "No, she doesn't." <laughs> It's like it's like I want it fair and square, and I think I remember saying like, like "Yeah, it still sucks, though." <laughs> yeah. And speaking of the chance, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this about sporting events or entertainment events like this. <laughs> okay, if you're paying to go to these kind of things, why in the world would you just sit there in silence for most of yeah. the show? Yeah. Like, if you like this show enough to buy tickets to go see Raw or SmackDown or a paper, definitely a pay per view. Yeah. Oh yeah. You should be screaming or booing or chanting mm-hmm. or whatever the you, entire time. You are the crowd. You are a character, whether you know it or not. Because. Right? They rely on that. They feed on that. Your oh, favorite no. wrestlers feed on the cheers. I'm going to say this right now. I'm obviously not a wrestler, but as a performer, uh-huh. yeah. Like, you you know, Brandy came to see my most recent show, and uh, he's, he's like, there's one part I really wanted to laugh, but I tried to stifle it. And I was like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Just do it. Like That's, that's like, good for us. It's like... When you hear crickets, yes. it makes the performance worse. Yep. Yeah. And there's a bunch of self-doubt that immediately comes in. That, like, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't anyone reacting to this? Is, yes. is it just, like, not? Like, there's... Uh, the most recent one I was in was a Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And it finishes with this very emotional scene. And... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, you know... It, it, like, granted, that's supposed to be super serious... But the the opening night, I stepped back, and I'm on stage, and I heard a sob. Like, I heard a straight-up, like, choked sob, and I was like, you better f***ing believe it. <laughs> like, you damn right. Oh, your boy did good. Have, have fun with those sound effects, by the way. I cannot wait. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, the other thing is, there, I know there's so much hate for Roman Reigns. And oh my God. I don't like. Okay, I, I don't understood. I understood it in the beginning, but he has gotten so He's much. He's gotten better. so much better. That's the thing exactly. with a lot of these guys too. Like they stay in a state of anger. They mm-hmm. never like cut the guy a break when he's clearly gotten better. Baron Corbin oh. is the main example of this for me. He has gotten so good. Because, yep. like, they used to have him in NXT. He'd be in squash matches where they, they'd come yep. out and they, he'd be over. The audience would literally count out the seconds. Like, one, two, three, four, da, 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 27, 28. <laughs> oh, match is done. Like, yeah. th- that's just all he did. But he's gotten so much better as yep. a wrestler, mm-hmm. as a performer. Now that I see the Constable thing, I kind of like it a little bit. Yeah, like it's it, different. It's working for him. Well, but that's part of the problem is I was watching Raw and I was watching him trying to be a heel and trying to, you know, really get the crowd riled up. Of course, the crowd doesn't do anything. They just sit there. It's like you're not helping. You're not helping the product. Like, and that's that's what I'm getting at with Roman Reigns is these people. By the way, it's it's so played out the boo Roman Reigns or Roman Reigns. It's so played out. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm sick of that now. It's that's so boring. It's boring hearing the boo chance. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing is if you really don't like him don't make any reaction at all. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at with these people is when you don't react at all, that is what 
the company notices. That's yeah. when they're like, exactly. okay, we need to make changes. Baron Corbin it's, is not getting any reaction. He's not. We're not going to give him as much time. So that is part of the problem. Is people complain they don't see any new faces? Well, you don't react to new faces. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, no way, Jose. If nobody's dancing around with no way, Jose, Dude. he's not going to get any more time. He was, and awesome, maybe that's and what you him. want. But it's also no one new shows up, and then you complain that it's like, oh, it's just the same people competing. Well, what'd you expect? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So it's like if you're going to sit there in silence, you're not helping anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so if you if you have a bad guy who is the bad guy, then boo boo like crazy, or cheer if you want. I mean, you know, it's it's possible yeah. to do that too. But just make noise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So if you really didn't like Roman Reigns, you wouldn't be booing as as loud as you do. Yeah, you know, just speaking of like you know the crowd and stuff like that. You know, I last last month we went to Monday Night Raw in Grand Rapids, and that was like my first wrestling you know match I ever went to. You went and to a show. I'm going to stop you right there because it's been a huge pet peeve since you started watching it. <laughs> a show consists of several matches. We went to a show. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Because you keep show. saying like, oh, there's a big wrestling match, and it's like, which one? No, <laughs> oh, Extreme Rules, the big wrestling match. I'm like, yeah, but which one? <laughs> okay, well, show. Thank and, you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't realize I bothered you that it's much. It's just for well, that. It's just like, it's confusing. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, so like... <laughs> All the wrestling stuff that I've watched, you know, it's always been, you know, on the TV, you know, with commentary from all, like, you know, the people, like, hosts, like, you know, coach and stuff like that. And, coach, you know, the coach. But when you're actually there at a show, like, there, you don't hear them. You see them, like, you know, with their backs and stuff like that, you know, towards the like, TV cameras, but, like, you know, you don't actually hear their commentary. So it's like the audience is basically the commentary for the show. So it's mm-hmm. just, it was a, it was a weird experience, but I, it was so different. I loved it though. Like that was kind of one of the things I was excited for when you're going. I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be the first time he hears a match without any commentary. Because mm-hmm. I'm so used to it. <laughs> I do think it's better without commentary for some reason. Really, it it it, de- it depends. It on does depend. That's true. And the city, you know, sometimes the city crowds yeah. can be good or can be bad. So. Grand Rapids dip for Raw recently definitely did better than I expected they mm-hmm. would. But they you know, I was crap. still disappointed that it's like people are giving glares to people cheering. Like mm-hmm. you absolutely shouldn't be doing that. No. Like, what do you think this is? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not going to sit there and make any noise at all, that's fine. But it's like, well, it's not fine. But if you're going to be if you're going to be glaring at people who are cheering, chanting, and jumping up and down, it's the same deal. You see this in all kinds of sporting events where people want to get up and stand up and cheer, yeah. and then you have someone behind them who's like, eh, "Sit down." It's like, no, <laughs> no. I, I, I kind of noticed that in like the upper bowl, where because we were on the upper bowl of this one, the lower bowl was pretty like raucous and stuff, but like yeah. upper bowl, it was like us three. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that those? one guy behind us who had all the really uh, like, good He was so enthralled as mean to children. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, that what guy, that guy was hit and miss. Like, he had some. Oh, no, I'm talking about the like... guy who was right behind us, not the guy who was behind that guy. Because the guy who was behind that guy was like a super drunk dude who was just saying random nonsense. And then the guy Maybe behind was us was up. pretty clever. Yeah. He had a bunch of little. I thought that was the same guy. That's oh, what no, I thought. No. I'm like, wow, this guy's like, you know, high and low, like, on the same night. <laughs> Even when it sucks. Like, there was one time <laughs> I was watching Raw with our friend Josh, and Josh was like, what the hell am I watching? And I, exactly. I was straight up just like, dude, I don't. I don't and know. And that's part of why I watch it. I don't it. know. It's just. The I'm really s- ridiculous stuff. I'm sorry. It's fun. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry you have to see this. Yeah. It'll get better next week. <laughs> next week. Please, but trust then, me. Trust me, like, good. You know, yeah, like, trust me, there's there's reason to like this, you know, but then, like, when uh, friggin' NXT TakeOver New Orleans ends oh. with Gargano and Champa, and I'm literally crying, I'm like, this is why I watch this. <laughs> Dude, that, was, that was the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, like, no, that was, that's hands down, like, favorite match ever, ever. And then the, what, 11 years now that I've been watching it? I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think the goofy stuff... People would not like it if it suddenly disappeared. Oh like, no! Like that's mm-hmm. what's funny about it is they it doesn't get reactions like it should. Mm-hmm. But if it suddenly disappeared and there was no more humor in WWE, no more goofiness, people would be complaining about it. The same people who don't react at all. Yeah. So that's what annoys yeah. me most about WWE and WWE fans is it's like if you enjoy it enough to be there, you should you should be a part of the show to help make it mm-hmm. better and yeah. it's not i mean those performers will certainly appreciate it yeah exactly that's oh my gosh what was it money in the bank the roman reigns ginger mahal match that oh, was yeah. Yeah. that was the epitome of bad that was right awful there. i was <laughs> i was so angry <laughs> yeah they, I, I saw a list of like it was probably like 20 different chants they mm-hmm. did that had nothing to do with the match yeah. It was that one, and then just because of the allegations and stuff surrounding the "We Want Enzo" chant during Cass's match, oh, ooh, that that rubbed me the wrong way. Okay, so I actually got a question for you, Charles. Yeah. So probably my favorite thing about WWE is the intros that each wrestler, you know, goes into the arena and stuff. Now, what makes a good intro? Like, you know, ooh. Because, you know, you figure, like, you know, a lot of them are just like, you can just put on music, you know, put on, like, you know, pyro or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. just like, that, no, yeah, you, that's you an intro. No, you can't put on pyro anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. It's not in the budget. They did, they did away right. with pyro. But, you know, there's there's always those few intros that always, like, get you. And you're like, Mike, that's different. We're talking specifically about Bobby Roode, right? Because that's mine. <laughs> that's my, like, that's my favorite intro in wrestling right now. Glorious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll come in here with an answer real quick. I think you have to have memorable music. If you don't have mm-hmm. memorable music, uh, I, I think you're doomed to fail. That's why when the Shield first split up and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose had that kind of generic like rock as their music, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is not good. They need to change <laughs> yeah. this up. Quick. It's so funny. Seth Rollins is hilarious to me. Only because... When the shield was together, he was the one that was like, I, "That's the weak link." Just the back, yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah. in the back. And now I'm like, "Fuck yes, Seth Rollins!" Like, yeah. give me more Seth Rollins. Yep. Especially like all they did was add the burn it down. I love that. Like I'm, I love the burn it down thing. Yeah, it yeah. makes all, me so happy. Exactly. That's that was all he needed to make it mm-hmm. memorable. So that's what I'm getting is you have to have something memorable with the the music, and right. that's why it's like it, I feel like WWE management and creative. When they're bringing somebody up, they really need to have a good hook catch in yeah. their music or something. Like No Way Jose's music is really catchy. Yeah, exactly. Ember Moon has a fantastic. I entrance. love Ember Moon's entrance. And, She's yeah. one of the people I'm bummed we didn't get to see. Yeah, yeah I know. And the music is really good. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting at. Is is the music? I mean, there used to be a time where they'd sell on CDs the music yep. tracks of wrestlers. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we used to. My brother. And I, I have we one. Used to have them. Yeah, we used to have oh. a couple of them. And so. But they went through a phase when they first started bringing NXT around where they just gave people just generic crap. That's because the people who or the people who did the songs changed. The people who... It, um, because for a long time, um, it was this guy named Jim Johnson 
He oh, did a lot of okay. the tracks. Mm-hmm. He did um, the the main one that I, I can think of right now is Shawn Michaels. Gotcha. Okay. He did. Oh, yeah. Um, but now it's this band called like CFOS or something like that, mm-hmm. and the S is a dollar sign. <laughs> so that bodes well. <laughs> yeah, but like they're the ones doing a lot of these new and it kind of. I don't want to say entirely generic. I mean, a lot of them, yes. But, and then, like, for a while, it was um, this band called Downstate. They did Mrs. Mm. is their main one that I can think of right now. Like, they did Mrs. theme. And that's why I love Baron Corbin's theme so much, because that actually is Jim Johnson again. Ooh. Yeah, it's and it's so good. I love Baron Corbin's yeah. song. And it actually has, did like, a lyric. Did you say Baron Corbin's thong? I, it, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that would go unnoticed. definitely what I heard. Yeah, I, I was like, because <laughs> I was going for song with them, I was like, oh, no, I'm already, I'm already got the th- going, so this, yeah. this is going to go bad for me. <laughs> yeah, but also his song. And because uh, it, it actually has good lyrics to it as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I felt had been missing for a while. I feel like they've definitely started to, you know. They're getting get better. better. Yeah. Um, like I love, cause like the C the CFOS guys, that they're Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode's also, but that's I mean, God, <laughs> Bobby Roode's entrance just a whole package. Like I, I have Bobby Roode's theme on my gym playlist, and I never get tired of it. Like, yeah, you, you just have it like on repeat, and like you oh, I get totally tired. do. I totally I play it's a great it, workout I play it song. several times in a row. Yeah, it's all about not giving up, not giving yeah. in, <laughs> Being until they're victorious. Yeah. <laughs> I will defend. You know, I, I'll I, do what I must. I will say, just from the um, intros that I have seen, like audience participation in that intro does make a difference. Yep. I mean, look at Finn Balor and you, you know suck. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle. You suck. Yeah, I was so happy that we got, we got to, to do, do that. that. I know it's a bucket list thing. Got to yeah. That was that was something I was kind of talking to Brandon about. I was like, you know, no offense to you, but none taken. You're new. I am. I'm like <laughs> you're you know. I'm very well aware of that. Kurt Angle, when I started watching, Kurt Angle was an impact. He was at a different wrestling brand because mm-hmm. he signed there in like 2006. And I never, ever, ever in my life thought I would see him come back to WWE, let alone actually be able to be there to do the You Suck chant. Like, yeah. that was a yeah. super special moment for me, and I'm sure it was for you, Chris, as yeah, well. definitely. To be able to actually, like, oh my god. And that, that was kind of the thing, like, I didn't even think about it until his theme started playing. I was like, oh, 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 I get to do it! I get to do it! You suck! You, <laughs> you know, like, I, I was so excited to be able to just, like, ah. Oh. Yeah. And especially to see him, because it's kind of before the show, like, play along with it, like, yeah, all right, uh-huh, yep. I know I suck. Mm-hmm. But he's someone, like, Kurt Angle's someone, I remember um, he had such a big influence to him. Uh, by the time I was watching, he was already an impact. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing a video where it was announced that he, should, like, was coming to impact. And I saw several wrestling fans in the Impact stand straight up hug each other. They were so excited. like, And that's why it's so weird for me to hear him say, it's true, it's damn true. Mm-hmm. Because the Impact, it was, it's real, it's damn real. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like... It's same with broken Matt Hardy, woken Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? But yeah, like, he, he like, there was, this, it was like this montage, and then he, like, was wearing a hoodie, and he flipped the hood back, and everyone was like, whoa! And then, like, I just see these two dudes just, like, hugging. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, speaking of crowd participation, you said Finn Balor. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it. I'm 
pretty disappointed in Finn Balor lately. Not him as a person, just him as a, as, as a his persona is not what I originally liked right. about him. Mm-hmm. Where's Demon Finn Balor? There, we haven't seen Demon Finn Balor in what feels like a year now. Has it been that long? I mean, I think so. It's been a while. Last time I remember seeing Demon Finn was when he went up against AJ Styles. Oh, in that one impromptu match. Was that in February? Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's I know it's just been a while. Yeah, and, too too long. But that's but that's what I'm getting at is because that was part of what sold his gimmick. It's part of what made him Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Now he's just a guy who pops the collar of his jacket. <laughs> like that's <laughs> like that's yeah, all he right. is. In all of his matches, like everybody loves to give John Cena crap or Roman Reigns crap for how their matches go. Mm. I, like as someone who really liked Finn Balor, and I would say still enjoys Finn Balor, mm. all of his matches play out the same. It's ninety percent of him just getting beat up for a while, yeah, and then he hops outside of the ring and does a kick to the bad guy's head, you know, and then he sets up his coup de gras. Like, yeah, there's not much diversity anymore. And what I think part of that is is they realize that he's a huge hit and they yeah. don't he has the superstar treatment now where they probably tell him to back off on moves and to not be as crazy and creative with stuff because they don't well, want to yeah. risk him getting injured again like you know when we were watching that match with him when he was teaming up with Braun Strowman and you know going against Kevin Owens and uh, Baron Corbin like you know most of those guys are like way bigger than him yeah, exactly. you know that, you know, like, that is also part of the problem too and it's like having a, a smaller guy going against bigger guys I'm like yeah story wise you know, that's pretty cool and all but like you know there's actual match it's yeah. like ugh, it's hard to know. suspend the disbelief it's, it's like oh wow he won out. there's an wow. article uh, a year ago about Finn Balor not using the Demon King gimmick actually really <laughs> yeah it's still like people are like why aren't you doing this and he's just like yeah um I don't know if this has changed since then because, like I said, this article's from a year ago. Yeah. But according to this, the last time he used the Demon King gimmick was to defeat Seth Rollins to become the first Universal Champion. Oh. Okay, but I definitely remember he he got all decked out for the AJ Styles match. Yeah, yeah. I, I. That's weird. Yeah, you figured like you know at least he'd keep it on a bit, but mm-hmm. maybe he's getting bored of it. That's the thing, like you know. Well, then that that's one of the things he just said. He's like, I like the tensions. I like coming out in my sweet bullet club. Yeah, jacket, well, and, and that and that's you know that's fine. And I I I've started to you know kind of accept that that's probably what it was, and we're not going to see it again unless his career starts to go <laughs> yeah, down. There you go. And then it's like okay, well time to bring it back to get a good pop again. Nostalgia, right? <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> If that's the case, then I think somebody else should come and take that place mm-hmm. of that gimmick because that was the gimmick I was really all about. And part of that is because Jeff Hardy is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Yeah. And it's great that he's back. And Jeff Hardy has also started doing the face paint thing again. Oh, really? So mm-hmm. that was part of why I, when I saw Finn Balor, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. It's kind of like, you know, an, like a new Jeff Hardy. And that's what I got excited about. And, you know, just hasn't really been that guy since yeah, then. Yeah, I remember... Uh because I actually uh, used to do a wrestling radio show. Oh, really? For Grand Valley, yep. Oh, man, I didn't even um, know this. I did a talk show for about a year and a half with my buddy Sean, and that was when I first started watching NXT, and he would still do the... Um, he would do like the Demon King stuff, but he would still do like the the crawling around and all that, yeah. and, you know, all the stuff that he would do, and I was like, Finn Balor's entrance is different and he's like oh you just wait yeah <laughs> and then he's like look up this pay-per-view and i saw it and i was like what the f- did i just see <laughs> <laughs> and see that is part of like 
that's the brilliant marketing he did is because everybody loved that gimmick and everybody oh, yeah. got hooked on him and now he doesn't do it anymore and but he still has the the people hooked on him yeah, yeah. that's why he started like his first match because he showed up i forget who was being attacked um but he showed up to help him and i don't even remember who was doing the attacking or whatever but he showed up and he's like oh his first match was a tag team match with the guy he saved and against the tag team or whatever. Yeah. But he's flat out said, like, when we do this match, you're going to see something you've never seen before. And that was the first time he used Demon King in WWE. And you're right. We're like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> and see, for the longest time, I thought that was... It, he may have put it on the back burner as a way of, like, mm-hmm. treating it like going Super Saiyan, essentially. Where oh, it's yeah. like, like, he would lose a match to somebody for a championship... Mm-hmm. But then, as he a way becomes... to to make the match interesting again for another time, he's like, "Oh, looks like I'm gonna have to put the face paint on." Well, that's kind of what he talks powers. about. Like, that's like the big thing is he's like, um, "I mean, obviously, from a practical standpoint, it's face paint." Yeah, yeah, but but it's cool though for him. It's like <laughs> this is a darker side of my personality that I don't like. You know, yeah, this is that I kind of k- try to keep in reserve as much as I can. Only when I really need it will I. And draw upon the powers of the demon, whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> on your point about intros, um, because there there are other what one person in mind where I think just kind of not having a lot of pomp and circumstance works. Yeah. For me, that person is Kevin Owens. Yeah, yeah I, I love agree. Kevin Owens. Is like no nonsense. It's just you know, he's a smart guy. He's <laughs> legitimately smart and he has good humor. But yeah. there's something missing. I, I don't. I'm, honestly, I think it works for him. Oh, I'm talking about like his entrance. No, I think that the entrance like that that he has works for him. Oh, I'm sorry. That is the end of our show. No, <laughs> like, that, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, I think it's it's honestly for Kevin Owens. Like, it's perfect because he, he doesn't need. Sometimes I feel like a flashy entrance covers up like not so great. Oh, definitely. Wrestling, because mm-hmm, I mean, um, in the case of just Johnny Gargano. Right. who's like my favorite if i had to pick a favorite wrestler he's my favorite wrestler right now because i've literally never been disappointed in a johnny gargano match <laughs> like literally he's pretty damn good never yeah. uh but he doesn't really have you know a, a super flashy entrance like he's got a song he's got big flashy red and blue colors but it's his song has like a kind of like a hook to it mm-hmm. yeah whereas i would say kevin owens doesn't have his music doesn't have a hook that's there's fair. something missing and I think that's what's missing for me. But I obviously still really like Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. That dude is great really wrestler. smart. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's great on the mic. I think he's highly underappreciated on the mm-hmm. mic, honestly. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what I say, is a lot of the fans don't react to some of his really smart like things, insults he comes up with. And I'm like, why are people not cheering for this? Yeah. Like, this is not going to encourage him to do this anymore when people don't respond to it. You know, speaking of... Um other intros i figure that you know we talk about elias and his oh, yeah. <laughs> little shtig there he's oh, fantastic i am elias <laughs> walk with elias that's what it's WWE is so for. funny to me that in nxt he was just straight up booed out of the arena yep. <laughs> like just unmercilessly yeah like it was worse than roman reigns booing when yeah. elias and like you'd hear his i don't even know how to describe the sound but he'd have the sound at the beginning of his intro, and once everyone heard it, it was like, oh, oh no, you know. Yeah. It was like people were throwing fits, and he'd just come up with a guitar on his back, all like, whatever. 
<laughs> well, yeah, and that's better than not making any noise at all. Exactly. Yeah. Because if someone is getting booed that Looking bad, at you, Mojo Raleigh. Exactly. Oh, that's the guy without the yeah. intro? No. Like the one that has like the complete blank slate. Like you're like, that like that. Oh, that's Dolph, Z- that's Dolph Ziggler. And he's oh. an intercontinental champion. So yeah, okay. he's, he's doing okay. Well, because that, that was kind of his whole thing. <laughs> that was kind of his whole thing. Cause he was very flashy and stuff. And then he's basically like, you know what? I'm not appreciated. Yeah. So Middle finger to, to all of you. You don't get a flashy intro. You don't and, get, you don't get the pomp and circumstance anymore. And if there's, <laughs> if there's nothing that people love more than someone who doesn't love us. <laughs> <laughs> so now everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, not to be like a super hipster about it. I've always been a Dolph Ziggler fan. Yeah, I think yeah, I, he's he's in my opinion one of the better actual wrestlers on the roster. I, I mean, he did on Raw most recently say how many wins he has as as a wrestler oh, yeah. back at Kent State I and has that. the record for the most wins there, I believe. Yeah, for for real wrestling, like mm-hmm. actual wrestling. So, like in in terms of just like technique and stuff, he's in my opinion one of the better ones. That's why I'm super excited. I mean, this is obviously going to be way past. You know, when this goes up, it's going to be way past this date. But I'm really excited for the Iron Man match this Saturday oh, yeah. or really Sunday for Extreme Rules. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like in in my humble opinion, as a wrestling fan of 11 years. Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler are two of the best wrestlers, technically, on this roster right now. I, I, I would agree with that. And I also would say Seth Rollins has that extra X factor where he really wants to be the guy and he really puts that extra oomph in it in mm-hmm. his matches yeah. and it shows yeah. that oh, he's definitely. willing to go for those big spots. And I think that kind of proves that he really, you know means it when he says he wants to be Mr. Monday Night Rollins. Yeah. Mm. And uh no, that's kind of the same thing with Johnny Gargano. Yeah, like you can, can tell, you, you know. You can see it in his in his matches. People right? talk about like the heart and stuff whatever. It's like, no, this dude actually has like it shows. Mhm. Yeah. I just want to see Gargano and Rollins so bad. <laughs> <laughs> or Gargano and Styles, or Gargano and Daniel Bryan. Just everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of um, kind of like gimmicks and rebranding and stuff, mm-hmm. I think the New Day actually deserves a lot of credit. Oh, they have sure. been a tag team for a very, well, a, frac- a faction, basically. They've been a, a fraction. They've been a fraction. <laughs> <laughs> they have been a faction for quite a while now, and yeah. usually most factions are done. Mm-hmm. But because they have been able to rebrand themselves yep. to keep themselves fresh, they're able to keep going. I mean, how many different gimmicks have they done with the unicorn mm-hmm. stuff? Oh, with yeah. the, the the trombone has been consistent. I, I love yeah. those guys, but the so trombones much. changed colors. It has a name. Yeah. They do references I'm, and stuff. They do anime references. They did the ser- They made their own cereal, yep. and now they're doing the pancake thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I love I love the pancake thing. That so, was so much fun. They const they come up with new, and that's the other things that makes a good wrestler is you have to have good catchphrases. You have to have oh, yeah. And they have several. I mm-hmm. mean, there's several that you can identify, and you can say, "Who, who, 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 who?" You know, and, and you immediately know it's about New Day. Ooh, yeah. rock, exactly. You know? And like, yeah. even just like that clap has transcended and become so many other chants. Yeah, like exactly. I, th- I think it was Takeover New Orleans where there was a champ plus sucks, like <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's also a. F- you champa but uh, you know. yeah that was pretty <laughs> impressive that was awesome i was like oh oh and that's kind of another with entrances just the way his character is right now no entrance for tomaso champa works 
I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cuz cuz what would it be? <laughs> that how, like trying to imagine in it. It's yeah. I can't think of anything that no. would real that would wouldn't also hurt what he's got going right now. Right. Um you know, I was also thinking uh, when you were saying the um you know it's like, you know, good entrances and stuff like that, you know, like certain catchphrases, you know, obviously some other wrestlers have way better more memorable ones. Like I mean like while well, the rock is cooking, obviously like, you know, everybody knows that, you know. But like, what are some of like the worst ones you've heard? Like, uh, there's like there's obviously some stinkers out there. Like, I I can think of one. Uh, I can't forget. I can't remember what they were called. But it was like a tag team guys from SmackDown. It was like the bar, I think, or something like that. Oh like, yeah, well, we yeah. don't set the bar. We are the bar. <laughs> Gosh, they're so boring to me. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, like they're talented wrestlers, but man, I just there's. <sighs> I remember the, uh, that WWE YouTube channel put a thing out because it was Tyson Kidd's birthday recently. Uh-huh. And it was like, because he and Cesaro used to be a tag team. They're like, happy birthday. And like they showed a little bit of that. And I was like, oh, I miss that. Yeah. Because that was good. <laughs> yep. Like, I loved Tyson Kidd and Cesaro as a tag team. Yeah. Um, who was the guy that um, do- dove into the ring? Oh, Titus O'Neil? That- <laughs> Real deal, Titus O'Neil? Hoorah, 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 hoorah. Oh, oh, oh. They need to make a shirt out of that. Oh, they did. Oh, they did. Of course, yeah. they did. They jumped right on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They had their. They, they had some intern, some graphic design intern working on the design. Then the night yep. that happened, guarantee like five it. Five seconds later, someone got a call like, "We need to make a shirt." Yeah, because this right just now. happened. They dove right into that one. Yeah, it's Titus World Slide. Hey, I do the puns around here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, uh, there's there's this guy. All right, there's a guy on two hundred five live. His name is Drew Gulak. Drew oh, Gulak. Yeah. Who is this boy? Yeah, I know. I, I love Drew Gulak. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's mm-hmm. he's he's coming up. His time is coming. But he bills himself as a, as a submission, the best submission specialist in the WWE. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes him have that title because he's good at submissions. It's, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's right there. It's pretty self-explanatory. But, but and see that is something that any new wrestler should do mm-hmm. is whether they are, are or aren't that doesn't matter yeah because that's a name you've tied yourself to and people can use that to, as a way of like as a way of affirming you or as a way of bringing you down yeah. whereas right. like oh the submission specialist yeah. gulag you know if he really <laughs> he does, does suck his finisher is a really it's a it's a dragon sleeper okay, it's really gotcha. good yep. it's a really good like he's he's torquing him yeah it's bad it looks gnarly but his his thing is always like, <laughs> how's it? Uh, he'll say something and he's like, "Doesn't matter because you step in the ring, I'm gonna make you tap out." That's <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, man! I liked you better when you had the powerpoints, you know? What do you have powerpoints? Oh, that used to be a thing. It was like a campaign. Like oh my it was God. like a it was like the he he was campaigning for a better 205 live. Yeah, and he'd have signs that said like no chanting and stuff, and. <laughs> Those things, he'd be like, it's time for the... And everyone chat like, PowerPoint presentation! And he'd break up a PowerPoint and the jumbo truck That is beautiful. It. it was amazing. Please tell me there was like a blue screen of death one time he was doing that. I'm, I don't know. But, <laughs> well, and there's another one. Um, Shayna Baszler. Oh, A.K.A. the voice of Naruto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was sitting there watching NXT one day. I can't even take credit for this. My little brother gets the shout out for this. I was watching NXT and Shayna Baszler was giving a little like pat herself on the back speech for being the NXT Women's Champion. Uh-huh. And my door was shut 
and all of a sudden the door is like kicked open and my younger brother comes in and he says why is the voice of naruto in wrestling why <laughs> why is that voice actor doing wrestling now and i've i can't not hear that now so See? anytime she speaks i'm like oh boy trying to go train with pervy sage you know gonna have to <laughs> deal with old uh oh man i'm already messing Yajirobe. up Yajirobe. no that yajirobe is the dragon Ball Z. i'm thinking oh orochimaru that's oh, who it was yeah, that yeah. was the bad guy you know so it's uh but yes continue i haven't seen naruto but yeah well she is <laughs> I, i'm sure like it's on my like watch list i'm sure once i do i'm gonna be like i'm gonna text you and be like oh yeah no that's jana baszler <laughs> just straight up <laughs> but her thing is like she just has no she hasn't figured out how to like well she's from ufc oh okay her and ronda rousey are legit bffs in real life best fighting friends yes <laughs> but she hasn't like figured out the delivery yet and she'll just be like kind of talking she's like look when you're in the ring with me you're gonna tap nap or snap and that's just how it is and it's yeah. like that could Sounds be really like a cool dance move for like a like a rap craze yeah let's have <laughs> nap or dance snap. Oh, oh yeah yeah but tap dance <laughs> dance and snap <laughs> but like that that could be really great if you did it right right but you're just not <laughs> and i mean the, but there's other ones that are so great and i would say the worst catchphrase i've ever heard uh was from this guy who like he wears a hat and he's like goth or something and he says rest in peace oh it's like you mean on. the undertaker <laughs> I don't know, it's just best. <laughs> I was like, Undertaker's one of the greatest like, of all time. <laughs> like, are you trying to? Are you seriously doing this right now? I'm like, wait, no. And, and the Undertaker, man, he, uh, talk about like he. Yeah, I mean, can you believe there was this tag team that told t- people to suck it? <laughs> How disgusting do you have to be? Disturbing. There's kids immoral. watching. This is a PG show. Yes. <laughs> there, I don't know if I told you the story, but speaking of just that. Um, Damien Sandow, who I, I miss terribly. <laughs> A.K.A. the previous incarnation of Elias. Elias. Yeah, yep. oh, basically. Okay. <laughs> he was the intellectual savior of the masses. Uh-huh. Um, but he was in a tag team with Cody Rhodes. And my dad and I went to a house show. And they, they were they were the Rhodes Scholars. Mm-hmm. Great name. It, perfect. It was fantastic. Rolls out the tongue. It worked. Like, it worked so well. But they, they came down to the ring, and they were doing this... They're doing like a quiz, and you know the audience had to respond to them. Oh, and I was like, "What's two plus two? Four. And it was like the day after Christmas, so he's like, "What color is Santa's suit?" Except he put Santa in quotes, and I was like, "You can't do that. <laughs> you can't." <laughs> there do are kids that. here, <laughs> and then we're all like, you know, run. And uh, speaking of great catchphrases. Yeah, you know they're like, "Who is the greatest tag team of all time?" And half the crowd, DX, and you just hear, "Oh, you didn't know?" <laughs> and you guys better call somebody. And then New Age Outlaws come out, and they both cut they cut the promo, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Billy Gunn goes, "If you're not down for that, we got two, two words for you." And of course, the audience is suck okay. it. And Damien said, I guarantee you this was improv. It was off mic and everything, but it was some of the most beautiful improv work I've ever seen in my life. Is like, he gets all fun and he goes, what did you say? And the audience again is like, suck it. He's like, you should be ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing. I was like, all right. See, yeah, those are the moments I absolutely love about WWE. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because it's like so 
corny and funny. I mean, I I, I don't know yeah. how else to describe it. Was, it. it was amazing. Like the the DX when they took over the production truck. Oh my and god! And yeah, Vince's voice, like, damn it, you people think this is funny? Like, <laughs> Sound like Darth Vader here. <laughs> oh, that's better. I feel a lot better right now. <laughs> that wasn't me. Yeah, especially when they had it like uh, cock drawing. Oh like, the rooster. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you showed me all that stuff. Just, like, I, oh, there's still more that you haven't seen yet. Oh, please! But there is like, <laughs> we haven't gotten to that DVD set, but there was um, <laughs> like, can you at least play my music so that I can leave with some more dignity? They start playing No Chance in Hell, then it turns into Stand Back, the music video he shot in like the yes. '80s, and he's just like, <laughs> and Hulk the Hogan playing thing ever. bass guitar. <laughs> Ugh, just like, like well, speaking of the right catchphrases, you're fired. Oh God, yeah, that's you like know, simple. That's but Vince it's right there. So much. Forget Donald Trump. Vince had your fire down way before you that's know, true. and he you're did it way better too. Fire. That was that was one of the things with like the Donald Trump Vince McMahon feud. Yeah, was you're like comparing your fired, you know, mm-hmm. you fired to yeah, you know, oh, Vince like was way better. Like yeah, honestly, just like, that no contest. And he has that great voice too. Mm-hmm. It sounds oh, yeah. like he's gargling gravel. And, it, and he has that. Um, <laughs> I think probably one of my favorite things about Vince was I. I can't remember when it like what it was, but like it was like back in the nineties, and he had like this like um, this woman that was like you know like, cheating on him, whatever. Like, and he's like having all these like facial reactions to him, like you know, it's like <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> yeah. eyes popping out. Like, Stacy Keebler. That that that's it. Yeah, and he, like falls in his chair backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Like I always like anytime I can, I always try to use that gif of him, like of those like <laughs> bits, to, like any situation possible. I have yet to do it, but it's still I I want to. <laughs> yeah, you know other good catchphrases. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, exactly. <laughs> like you wouldn't think just saying baby at the end of your name would, but it works surprisingly. And I don't know if that's just he's just good enough to pull that off. Yeah, part of it's delivery. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Delivering the baby. Chris, <laughs> it's a hand. <laughs> We've come full circle. That's 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 what we do. The circle of life. Da da da. Like Austin three sixteen. Like that'll live forever. Mm. How many people would we were waiting for Raw to start? We're just like woo. Oh yeah, the woos. Woo. The woos will be yeah. eternal. Mm-hmm. They will never go away. No, good old Ric Flair. There's that um, I keep that show you showed me of uh, on WWE Network with the, all the um, oh camp, camp WWE yeah <laughs> I keep going back to Ric Flair he's like <laughs> he's having sex with a tire <laughs> it's just it's so like, random seat is talking about how he's homesick and Ric Flair's just like humping a rock at the background like woo 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 that does not sound very PG it's no so, not no at that's all. the thing it's like it's it's Seth Green. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's supposed to be like an R-rated, you know, like kind of like adult swim-esque sort of show. Mm. It's really good. Yeah, Vince is, you know, voicing himself. Vince, that, that is amazing, too, that Vince is actually voicing himself. He's like, I was the kid who was homesick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hunt Cena down like a dog. A big, sexy, hyperallergenic dog. <laughs> He's going through all the kids' care packages and pulls out the Bellas. Bruh, I can't wear this probably. <laughs> um, also, just want to throw out probably one of my favorite 
moments in WWE history is when uh, Booker T was in a grocery store. <laughs> Booker T. <laughs> the five time. Five time. Five time. Five time. Five time. Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. <laughs> and then our good old friend Stone Cold Steve Austin decides to give him a little visit and just. Oh, yeah, the, the grocery. Yeah. This grocery store brawl. Yeah, I just love how Booger T's like in the throughout the whole thing. It's like, ah, ah. It's <laughs> like, I love when he pops on the fridge. He's like, hey, Booger, got milk? That's <laughs> 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 the stupidest thing. I'm like, like, these third, like, you know, chugging beer, like, you know, it's like chugging beer or whatever, like, you know, it's stone. It's like, oh, yeah, I gotta get one for myself, you know. <laughs> That's his thing. And then just like throws the most random stuff at him. Like, you want some eggs, Book? <laughs> You want some egg? Like, stuff like that. I, I miss... That's kind of going back to what you are saying before, but, like, the Braun Strowman dumping yeah. Kevin Owens out of a porta potty moments. Yeah. yeah, like, stuff like that. Just random stuff that you wouldn't see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yep. just... It, it, it's its own image, basically, you know? Yeah, so one of those cases where the picture says a thousand words. I mean, you just see a picture of the beer truck or the milk truck or mm-hmm. Vince McMahon laying in a hospital... Yeah, uh, that one, in the yeah. gown. Yeah, or you know, or seeing a sock puppet on a hand. I mean, it's you know it, the picture says a thousand words. Or when Kane dropped like twenty chairs and Braun Strowman from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that would exactly. So and then when Braun was dumped in a dumpster truck as well. Yeah. I noticed that a lot of these these big moments seem to happen with like the heavyweight division. Like I don't feel like you see it very much with the cruiserweights or the you know mid mid card. Um, the cruiserweights they make their moments with their freaking. All- I think I'm gonna say cruiserweights are the most entertaining to watch because of I, all the crazy flips and moves they do. I'd say if you're looking for so, like moments like that, definitely go watch some 205 Live. Yeah, there is a match. It was no disqualification. Um, Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa's. I, and, I like Mustafa. Oh, right oh my god! <laughs> it was like it was so good. <laughs> Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for today's episode. I want to thank you again, Charles, for coming on, dude. It yeah, was thank you. Awesome sharing your thoughts about our favorite thing ever, WWE. Not like I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, it's Whoa. fine. It's fine. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you want to give any plugins before we go? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I stream on Twitch if that's a thing you want to are interested in but yeah i, I do highly recommend checking out twitch his it is actually dot fun. tv slash name ot game i don't have a schedule yet because i suck also because i'm super busy but mostly because i suck yeah same here we really don't have a schedule we're also very busy Good. but you know. well and you also suck yeah uh, well you could, also, you could almost say that <laughs> you, you suck you suck you suck you we suck <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is that, everybody, and have a good one. Bye. Oh, okay.